all right so th- for this podcast the 35 podcast is episode five we're doing now and i'm actually really excited i have a dentist here in office or in her office <laughs> i took over um and so i think it's really important um having healthy and a beautiful smile i think that's a huge thing for confidence and for me like in i'm not dating but that was like the first thing i'd look at just like i don't know if he has nice teeth then okay that's you know that's the first thing you look at a lot of times at least for me so i want to ask you all you know just questions that maybe popped up in my head or listeners might have um and then also I read a piece about COVID and kind of your struggles with COVID being a small business owner. And obviously in dentistry, it's going to be the number one transmitted form would be through dentistry um, in a business, I guess, in business. So um, how about we'll just start with you introducing yourself, maybe how long you've been been a dentist, your practice, um, and then also what made you become a dentist? practice since um, 2007. We're actually at 14 years this week. And I became a dentist because I kind of grew up in it. I was in braces at seven. And my orthodontist, every time I was in, was asking me about my grades and told me I should be a dentist. (laughs) Brainwashed a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, you had to. Yeah, is that, are you, because I had, um, I was in braces in third grade. So like 10. Are you supposed to? If there's a lot of problems with the bite at that oh, age, okay. kind of the first set of correction helps, and then the second. Back then, they just left the braces on the whole time. Yeah. They didn't take them off in between. So. Yeah. Well, I, I remember I'd have, like, baby teeth, and I'd lose my baby teeth, and I could spin it around the wire and, like, freak people out. <laughs> so it was a cool trick in third grade, but, yeah. Party trick. Party trick. Um, all right. So some just some of the, the fun questions that uh, that I thought of. Um, you always see like on, um, commercials, like number one dentist recommended toothpaste. Is there like a number one recommended toothpaste or not really? Not really. American Dental Association seal Uh at least means it's been tested to make sure it's not going to damage your teeth. Mm -hmm. Some of the newer products out there that haven't been tested, like charcoal was bad for a little bit. Yeah. You know, and nobody knows if it's more abrasive or less. And if uh-huh. it's more, you can actually do more damage. To oh. Yeah. So can you brush too much? You can. So what's... Yeah, the wrong toothpaste, the wrong grit. Uh-huh. It goes, it just ruins the teeth instead? It can kind of braid them off. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it was, I was talking with the hygienist, because I just got my teeth cleaned. But, um, so I was telling her sometimes I've, like, whitened my teeth. And then I just get like a shooting pain. So what exactly is going on there? Is it the same kind of damage as like brushing too hard or not a, not the same? No, no? The, um, the whitening gel tends to dehydrate the teeth a little bit, which okay. aggravates the nerve just a little bit. Okay. A little sensitivity after. So are you causing permanent damage? No. Not you're just dehydrating it for yeah. a little bit? Oh, okay. Yeah, most people, the teeth feel fine within a couple of days and uh-huh. fluoride toothpaste and... Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good to know because it was painful <laughs> and it just shoots out of nowhere. You can overdo it if you do it all the time. Yeah. Just yeah. constantly. But one or two days every once in a while to keep them nice and bright. Yeah. Doesn't do it. Doesn't hurt. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so currently in your practice, what are like the main things um, you're treating? Like for me, I'll 
throw myself out there. You filled six of my cavities, <laughs> which is embarrassing. But <laughs> so what are the you do cavities and you hear these things, but like what exactly is a cavity and what are you doing when you're filling it? So the main thing we are treating are cavities. Yeah. You know, it's that's the number one. So essentially bacteria makes acid mm -hmm. by utilizing the sugar we eat, pulls minerals out of the teeth and makes its way to the inside of the tooth. Okay. Once it gets on the inside, that's where the body can't, um, what we call arrest or heal it, what mm -hmm. we call remineralize. And we actually use, you know, our handpiece and tiny little drill bits to go in and get that decayed okay. tissue out. You know, okay. it's essentially the bacteria getting down and breaking down your tooth. Okay. Yeah. And they're trying to get to the inside of the tooth where the nerve and the blood vessels are because it's the best supply. Okay. So... And then is that then from then you do a root canal if you don't treat the cavities or what is the root? Correct. It, you have to go just a little bit closer. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> you can move it too if you if, need to. Um, if that bacteria gets all the way to the inside where the uh -huh. nerve and the blood vessels are, it can damage it. Okay. Damage the nerve, kill the nerve, and that's what root canal is, is the nerve is dying or dead. Okay. And you got to get that bacteria out because it can make you sick. So... Uh, with root canal, are you essentially just making a bigger hole? Because with, with a cavity, you're just making a hole and then filling it in. And with a root canal, you're taking it all out? Pretty much. You Pretty much. You take the whole tooth out. You're kind of making a hole through the top uh -huh. and getting in to get the nerve out of the inside of the root. So kind okay. of the way to describe it is if you have an ice cream cone mm -hmm. with ice cream in the middle, the mm -hmm. ice cream comes out, the cone stays put. Yes. So that's the roots in the tooth. So... Then is the is the tooth dead after that? Like you can't feel really if you have a root canal? So from the inside, no. So no. pain, like if you got another cavity and we were doing something on the tooth, you can't feel it. Okay. Around the outside, there's ligaments that hold the tooth in place. Mm -hmm. There are proprioceptive feelers there. So you'll still feel when you bite your teeth together, if you bite too hard. You'll feel that? Mm -hmm. Okay. And what is... I, I can't think of what it's called. I feel like an idiot. But like the silver caps that are around, you see around people's teeth, what are what are those for? And are those kind of antiquated or do you still do those? So we do crowns. They crowns, can be more um, porcelain now. Uh, Some people still have gold. You mm. know, it's a very durable material. The metal ones you see on children are kind of prefabricated, meant to hold the baby teeth in until they lose them. Okay. Yeah. But oh. we don't tend to do too many of the metal ones anymore. People don't want to see it. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of, yeah. you want it's aesthetic. the, yeah. And then it just looks like a, the normal tooth now, mm -hmm. what you can do. Okay. Um, oh, and this is, this is a personal question for me. Are you supposed to floss before or after you uh, brush your teeth? Depends on who you talk to. Okay. <laughs> okay. All across. So there's no right answer for no, it? No, like getting in there and getting everything out. You hear a lot of people will say, you know, floss first, then brush to kick everything up. Uh-huh. Some, and then you can use a water pick at the end to flush anything out you may have missed. Yeah. You know, the ideal, if you are using any type of fluoride toothpaste, et cetera, you want to save that for last because you don't want to rinse your mouth out with water mm -hmm. after. Oh. So if people like to rinse after they floss, you floss, rinse, brush, spit, and don't rinse the toothpaste Oh, off. so you're not supposed to like, because a lot of people have those like little cups where you're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to let it sit and mm -hmm. work its magic. Just spit all the extra out oh. and let it, yeah. Most people don't like the taste, but no. you get the best, you know, fluoride on the teeth for longer that way. Oh, okay. 
So then with, because we were talking about mouth guards, or I, I was, because I wear like a night guard so I don't grind my teeth or I'm going to. Um, so does that make a difference? Like, with, does that make it better almost? Like sitting it up in there and then there would be like leftover fluoride? There are things like that that we actually use. Oh, okay. And people who are very cavity prone. Oh. Very similar, you know, you treat the teeth with it and put the tray on to hold it against the teeth. Okay. So yeah, if you spit the excess... And night guard retainers are going to hold any of that. Hold it in. And, yeah. Is do you see kids with like? Have you seen an increase in kids having cavities with the sugar that's just in the Western diet? And yep, absolutely. Yeah, it's and been more a correlation with COVID because the kids are home, they're off the uh, normal pattern, they're snacking all day, not yeah. brushing extra. Me too. <laughs> right? Not yeah. even brushing twice a day. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you're you're getting lots of business. We're seeing tons of cavities. I haven't Dang. seen as many. Really? In a while. So how young? Well, you can't. Can you get a cavity on a baby baby tooth? You can. Yeah. And you do the same thing. Same, same thing. procedure. Yeah. Some kids oh. end up at Children's Hospital. Really? To fix their teeth. Yeah. Because it causes so much pain, or because they can't. They're so. Little, they can't they sit don't still. Understand. Yeah. Dang. So what are you giving your kid at that age? Like, what sugar could you give your kid? Juice. Oh, the Fruit juices. Snacks. All of those little, like, if you go down the baby food aisle, they've got these little sticky puffs. Yeah, yeah. You know, all those of have those refined carbs carbohydrates and... stick to baby teeth. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. you got to get them off, essentially, every time you get them on the teeth. So, so essentially, dogs can't really get cavities. Is it because if it's just sugar? It's weird. Cause I have three dogs. I haven't seen one with a cavity yet. Uh-huh. But I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't. I would assume they can get a cavity just like anybody else, but. Yeah. Well, and that was, that was another question I, cause I was looking up some questions and something I just came up with. Why do dogs don't have to brush their teeth? I guess they should cause they have we bad should. breath. If you, you should. If you ask my vet down you, you, you should. Brush your dog's teeth. Every day? Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. It helps oh. their gums. They're more prone to gum disease. Dogs. Oh, they are. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. They build up that kind of miraculous yeah. like we do, but yeah. You know, it costs a lot of money to take your dog for sedation and get that scale yeah. like that. So. Yeah, they. I definitely should because my little wiener dog, she had a, like an abscess in her tooth and she was swollen and lots of pain and her breath stinks, but I think it's cute because she's my wiener dog. But yeah, they quoted me like $1,000 to sedate her and brush her teeth and she's like 15 pounds max and I was like... Damn, I don't know if I should, but, right. you know, there's more pressing things. Right, but, and it's helpful because yeah. it's dangerous for them, too. Yeah, yeah. You know, bacteria is bacteria. And, yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, we'll switch from dogs. and So another question, another, like, commercial question. You see all these Smile Direct clubs? Mm-hmm. Is that, like, Satan in your eyes? Or do they work? Are there benefits to this? Um, benefits is cost. You know, uh-huh. you have access to moving teeth without the same cost as the orthodontist Uh the downside is you don't have a trained person Mm. monitoring what's going on yeah so if you have pre-existing dental disease that no one's looking at or treating Mm -hmm. and they're not focusing on your bite you can be worse off when you're done lose teeth loose teeth bad bite jaw joint problems Mm -hmm. have you seen any like horror stories of smile directed people coming into you being like I've seen hey. things not going well. Yeah. 
but usually at that point they transfer over to an orthodontist. So yeah, they start to understand that it's just not getting them where they need to go. Yeah. And they need to yeah. spend the big bucks. Yeah. <laughs> or <Sure>. try to. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Interesting. Uh, I think that's kind of true of, of anything. Some, if you do it you, yourself, yeah. it's tough. Yeah, it's, definitely. You know, taking your own impressions, taking your own pictures. Yeah. 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 Oh, so they make you take your own pictures mm -hmm. just with your cell phone or mm -hmm. what do you do? Oh, that sounds sketchy. It's not a dentist doing it and you don't have to have a sign off. Uh -huh. At least last I know. Now they might have changed things. You might have to get a copy of your your x-ray from your dentist. I don't oh, know okay. what their new rules are. Oh, okay. The old rules they they didn't. I didn't have my patients asking me for x-rays. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I think the commercials just say, like, um, you'll be watched over, like, by a real orthodontist. Like, they'll watch your records and mm -hmm. stuff. But if they're just watching your iPhone pictures, right. that seems a little... And I don't know if they're doing more teledentistry. They're still not touching you and taking a look, but yeah. maybe they're getting more visuals. I don't know enough about it. Yeah, of what... Gotcha. Okay, but that's, that's good. Um, is there like a question that you hear all the time and it's kind of like an inside joke in dentistry that you're like why did they ask like for example I'll give you some time to think because that's kind of a hard question I used to work in ophthalmology um and all the time people would come in and be like my glasses are just so dirty and I can't clean them and they'd be like I, I try all the time and then we'd be like you have cataracts <laughs> that's why like it was just like an instant telltale sign and then, like a dermatologist once, I heard her say that a lot of times people will be like, I have this bug bite, and it just won't go away. And they instantly are like, that's not, that's not a bug bite, you know, that's not good. So are there things that, like, maybe, like, spark something in your, or that... Common uh, misconception is cavities have to hurt okay. for them to be there. Yeah, mine didn't hurt whatsoever. Didn't hurt. Yeah. Um, like we talked about the nerves in the middle of the tooth, uh -huh. that's when it hurts as if it's in there. Gotcha. So you have so if to have it gets to a serious damage gotcha. before it hurts. Okay. So that's a common misconception of the, do I have to do anything if it doesn't hurt? It's the best time to do something. Yeah. Before it does hurt. So you'll see people come in and you'll be like, you have cavities. And they're like, I don't, you know, I don't care. They don't hurt. I'm not doing anything about it. Uh, not not too really. many. Most okay. people now, but I have a few that it just, Yeah. you know, they didn't think they did because it doesn't hurt. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. And I thought I was invincible because I'd never had them before <laughs> as a kid. So, and my mom works in dentistry, so I was like, yeah, I didn't have I my can. first one until dental school. Oh, really? Uh -huh. Did you? Did you just have someone fill in? Do you? Do you go through a residency we, through dental school, or how does that work? So, sort of. You have four years of school that's uh -huh. specific to dental. After four years of undergrad. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. And they, you know, we do exams on each other so that we can learn how to do everything. Yeah. I had my previous dentist do the fillings because I was nervous. <laughs> yeah. By the yeah. end, though, because it wasn't just one, I ended up with three during dental school. So by the third one, I had them yeah. fill the third one for a credit. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Filling is still there. And oh, I there you go. I graduated in 2005, so it's still there. Oh, that's good. Yeah, you did yeah. a good job. That's sweet. I hope, I hope mine lasts that, that long. I don't have to deal with it later. Um, all right. So I also wanted to get into maybe some like interesting, I was thinking like superlatives, like, have you dealt with like, cause you think of dentistry, you think of maybe you're in disgusting mouths. Have you dealt with a mouth that like the breath was so bad that you're like, I can't do this or like meth mouth where you were like, this is insane. I can't do this. No, we no? haven't seen too much. No. You know, we worked at the dental school, lots of infection, things uh -huh. like that. 
But with masks and everything, you end up being more clinical. Yeah. Than. Gross. You just don't. Yeah. It's yeah. just you're trained and it's. You know, I was like, feet gross me out, but teeth them out, <laughs> don't. <laughs> yeah, you do. So I think you do what intrigues you the most and not things that freak you out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Did you work in any, like, emergency dental? Dental school they had us doing, doing so? public health and the emergency. Type. Did you see any just gnarly stuff? Broken jaws, mountain bike accidents. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, teeth knocked out and put a few back in. Oh, like through the, have you ever, like, through the lip? I have not seen that. No. Yet. Okay. Don't say that because I'll show yeah, up tomorrow. Show up. <laughs> Just wait. Your mom will tell you about it. Tomorrow. Yeah. Help me out. <laughs> oh. Yeah. That's that's gnarly. Oh gosh. Um. Okay. Oh, this one's an interesting one, and this might be a little morbid, but have you ever had to identify like a dead body off of dental records? And and if not, how does does everyone have a unique like dental record or how does that work? Or does someone have a similar one that you can't really. Some people can be similar, uh-huh. but if you're getting the right angles on the x-rays, most of the time it's different. The depth of the filling in the, each tooth, uh-huh. the shape of the tooth, the number of cusps on the tooth. It's usually pretty specific. The width, you can actually measure them. Yeah. Yeah. So huh. you can identify. It's pretty rare. You can't. You can't. Okay. Yeah. So it's like a. Yeah, during. I was my first year in dental school with 9-11 uh-huh. and our, um, one of our instructors got pulled to identify. I did. Wow. Yeah. That's a hard thing to do. Yeah. Do, is it just like the, they send you the records mm-hmm. or you, so you have to look side, but, to oh, okay. He, he didn't have to go. records of, you know, Joe, Joe Smith. Whomever yeah. they found at the site and uh-huh. then they got, you know, records to compare for a stack of, uh-huh people who were still missing and okay gotcha yeah. wow so you you would were in new york for your dental school no we were here but they took oh our and oh was, gotcha. were sending i believe they were sending him stuff because he was still teaching class okay so they'd send you know 20 records 20 things compared do any of them match no and there were other people oh, doing wow. it too wow wow so, so so you don't necessarily have to send it to like their dentist you just you try to uh-huh first Gotcha. And but if it's unidentified, yeah. you can't do that. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I also wanted to get into, because I read a little snippet. You said that your son had written um, about basically COVID and how that's affected you. Um, and so I kind of just wanted to see maybe how, go into how long you guys were out of business, how it's affected you, what precautions you've had to take um, since everything hit back March of last year. Yeah, so we ended up being closed about six weeks. Mm-hmm. Originally, it was two weeks, you know, yeah. and then it was unknown and continued to be unknown until they let everyone open back up. And yeah. They were pretty restrictive when we first opened. There were certain parts of the cleaning that you could not have. Mm-hmm. You know, the part where the hygienist kind of hand scale, you know, the instruments that kind of scrape on the teeth. Oh, yeah. That we were allowed to do, but anything else like your polish uh-huh. or the instrument that uses kind of vibration in water we weren't allowed to use that why is that aerosol generation oh okay okay so higher risk of grabbing anything in the saliva and putting it into the air gotcha okay and that's kind of the nature of the beast in dentistry 
Uh-huh, yeah. You know, <laughs> but that's also why we use a lot of the suctions that people don't like in their mouth. You know, uh-huh. the one that you had when we did your fillings. Yes. That's kind of twofold. It's patient protection. Uh-huh. You can't get your cheek or lip in the way. Uh-huh. And aerosols are controlled better that way. Gotcha. But yeah, we had to, everyone got masked, not just us. You know, uh-huh. before it was the back and not the front, so everyone was masked there. Mm-hmm. Um, we had to make people wait in the car. Yes. Couldn't come in, have to check them in. Temperature screenings, question screenings, plexiglass, mm-hmm. you know, up and things that we never used to have to do. We had to limit the number of people here for a while. Mm-hmm. Were people receptive to come getting to get their dental cleanings or we had some that were receptive straight from the beginning and we have uh-huh. others that are just coming back to us you know everyone has different risk levels uh-huh. you know and different health type stuff and so you know most people do what they need to do to protect themselves yeah okay yeah that yeah. makes sense yeah so you know we've seen an impact we're still not operating at the same capacity we were before we closed mm-hmm. but it's Can you- starting to come back yeah, yeah. Um, can you even make a profit at the limitations they put? Like, didn't wasn't it at like twenty percent capacity? Like, that was tough. Yeah, you know. But we need to get patients back. In yeah, you got to do like, something. You know, it is what it is. We work long days. We spread times out. We were doing twelve-hour days, you know, mm-hmm. seven to seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that sounds about. Were you? My mom was telling me that someone like almost passed out and like. You had like four masks on and a face shield. That has and... been a couple of us. At oh, a couple. Points. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Myself, some others. Yeah, the hygienist. It, it, in the beginning, it was easy to overheat. Yeah. And with the stress and the long days, mm-hmm. yeah, it takes a toll on you physically during the day. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And how many people have asked when they come in if they have to keep their mask on during the <laughs> dental exam? Um, not too many. Once they're in the back, they realize we can't see anything if the mask isn't on. But, you know, Uh, most people will keep it on until we're ready to start or put it back on when they're waiting for me. uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's, that, that was another thing my mom said, that there's a couple people who were like, do I keep this on? It's like, no, you can't really do much with that on. No. See-through mask would be kind of interesting. Yeah. You could could just (laughs) pretend. teeth, but... Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and we're well protected. We have been. You know, infection uh-huh. control really took a good turn back in the 80s with uh-huh. HIV scare and then hep C. Uh-huh. You know, we've had very strict protocols kind of rolling out of there and getting more as we go. Yeah, so, yeah in, in dentistry, you've already had those mm-hmm. kind of precautions the set in place. The the masks. You yeah, know, that was sterilizing cool. everything. Yeah, yeah so everything you guys were prepared. getting wiped down. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Interesting. Um do you want to add anything else of, of how you feel like COVID has um, affected you in your in your business specifically, or do you think we've touched everything? I think we've got most of it. I think what people don't understand is, you know, small business owners, you don't have a bailout. Mm-hmm. We got a little bit of help, which is nice. You With know? The, the loans? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but there's a lot of business. I was fortunate. Uh-huh. Patients come back. There's yeah. business owners, restaurant owners, things like that that just... They don't make it out of the backside. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And you're kind of in a small business that's a necessity where mm-hmm. like a restaurant, not necessarily, right. you don't have to go out to eat. It was kind of the same deal. I was um, still working at the ophthalmologist when um, they got shut down for like six weeks or so. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like everyone was very receptive and they wanted to come back in. They wanted to, because I mean, it's about, you know, their health and their bodies and um, 
they seem to 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 do pretty well but um about 75 percent 80 percent come back or Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so we're still we're not down a ton Uh you know but a lot of the news reports and stuff in the beginning there was a lot of warning about staying out of the dental office yeah yeah you know they considered us high risk with the aerosols Mm -hmm. i mean we have been fortunate there just we have not picked it up we keep each other safe we have masks on we follow really strict protocol with or without patients here yeah so yeah we've absolutely been lucky your yeah. mom hasn't gotten sick i haven't gotten sick no one's gotten no yeah no that, yeah that's good i mean with all the precautions some of us have gotten colds i had allergies you yeah know, we think so we're out yeah you know, going to get tests and staying out of work and yeah you know, it's the healthiest my team has ever been yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Common colds aren't hanging around. Like, yeah, <laughs> as soon as anyone coughs, it's like get out of here. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely yeah. that's that's how it's been at my my current job. Not the yeah. ophthalmologist. Temperatures like, every day. We do the same yeah. thing everybody else does. Takes Come the temperature. The Take yeah. the temperature. Do you have any symptoms? If you do, you shouldn't. Yeah. Shouldn't be in. Yeah. Are a lot of um, people receptive to getting the vaccine in your office? Good. Or it's good portion. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah, there's that's... some people who have allergies, severe allergies, and things yeah. like that. So yeah, you know, working with your own medical doctor to see what's your risk yeah. and what's not. Yeah, I think that's that's how it should be. If it's you know, if if you personally think you need the vaccine or want the vaccine, right. then get it. If you don't, then don't. Right. Personally. Now they have the rules. If you don't have the vaccine, keep your mask on. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. Or if you have the vaccine, then shouldn't you be protected? Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to worry about it. But yeah, yeah, definitely. I keep it on where I need to, like here for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, airplane, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. My doctor's office with other sick people, certainly will keep it on now. Yeah, never thought about it before, <laughs> but I'm doing it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I just I just went to Target and there's all kinds of people not wearing masks and yeah. it's, it's it's about fifty fifty. I was in Costco yeah, it the other is. Day. Yeah, yeah, it's starting it's to. Fine. I just wish um, gyms, they would stop making us wear masks. Like I think one of the ones in Longmont. They don't make you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My sister was at, maybe it was Gold's this weekend, and oh, okay. they pulled it down. Uh-huh. Do you, are you a weightlifter? You lift? I do a little bit now. Oh, okay. Because I saw now. you in the, the no bowl shoes. Yeah. <laughs> they are comfortable, like, oh, okay. lifting, yeah. but they're comfortable here. Yeah, yeah. So, because I stand tried. all day. Yeah, definitely. You gotta, I don't. I need it. I don't, I just wear whatever shoes, but I should like, I should care because, um, well, I'm wearing my feet. black pajamas all day. Yeah. Works, so yeah. if I can put a fun shoe on. Yeah. Know. Just change it up. And Instagram has my number. Because of. No, they flash the shoes. Like, oh, shoe oh yeah. I see it Dental all the time. education and shoes. If that's they want to get me. Yes. That's all I have on mine too. That's how I got those. I, perfect yeah purple flowery shoes they're fantastic it's bad that's that's a whole nother the the marketing of instagram it's insane yeah the ai they have yeah they're smart they they have you pegged yeah which is scary because just all your attention yeah, i feel like sometimes it's just yeah crazy but that's a whole nother right? <laughs> it's a whole nother story podcast. yes <laughs> falls down the rabbit hole daily <laughs> yeah definitely it's scary all right. Um, so I also I just want to go back into some of the questions I had written. Um, do you did you have have you done any like wisdom teeth surgeries or you don't necessarily no. do surgeries? No. I let the oral surgeons do gotcha. that. Gotcha. Have yeah. you have you assisted or anything? Mm-hmm. We assisted each other in dental school and uh-huh. would assist have, the oral surgeons and yeah, it just wasn't my interest. Yeah. Gotcha. So. 
have you had any funny stories? Because that, that's all you see on YouTube is like funny wisdom teeth stories. I'm sure I will. My son's getting them. Oh, is he? <laughs> He'll do it. But most people just are like drowsy, right? And they're just like, oh. Mm-hmm. It's not anything crazy. Often. I bet you the oral surgeons would have great stories. Yeah, you yeah. think so? <laughs> Some crazy stories. Uh, okay. Oh, this is one personally for me. Why I, I wrote it down. Um, is it bad to chew on your gums? Because I've heard it increases the risk of cancer if you're constantly chewing your gums and recreating, making your body um, make cell- cells pretty much. It can. Yeah. Chronic trauma and sites can induce it. If you're prone. Yeah. Yeah. It's usually the same place over time. Uh-huh. Is there any benefit to chewing gum? Because they're, try- they're starting to market, um, like, Quip. They're marketing gum, like gum that's healthy for you and good for your teeth. Is there any sort of benefit? So xylitol, that's in a lot of the gums, uh-huh. yep. is a sugar that the bacteria cannot utilize. So okay. it helps reduce cavities. Oh. Um, it helps create salivary flow. So if you aren't able to brush, floss, etc., after meals and such, you can clear things off. You can do damage if you're too aggressive of a chewer. So there's a fine line of, you know, yeah. if you just kind of chew it gently, yes. If not, you can make sore jaw muscles, sore joints. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, that's, I think that's kind of my problem. I like chew, I chew gum all the time, but sometimes it gets a little aggressive. Maybe I should chill, chill a little bit. All right, let me see if I had any other questions. Do you have any, like, I asked you about gross mouths. Are there any, like, crazy stories that you had with patients or anything that comes to mind that that you've had, you've seen while practicing? I know it's kind of a difficult question to do. pathology, you learn about it in textbooks, Uh but you don't often get to see them. Yeah. So I've seen some pathology stuff that they're, you know, you're one in a million. Yeah. You'll ever see it and have it pop up. Yeah. I've had a few of those, you know. Yeah. That's why we take x-rays. I can't see that. I can't see problems in the bone without an x-ray. Mm-hmm. But we have found, you know, benign tumors, mm-hmm. like it's not cancer, mm-hmm. but it's aggressive enough where you lose a couple teeth mm-hmm. or lose a jawbone, mm-hmm. you know, which is... Not good. Oral cancer is an awful thing to watch somebody go through. Yeah. Have you seen mouths with chronic, like, dipping and damage from that I tobacco? I have seen that, and I have seen a lot of, you know, kind of places where you keep the chew will show almost like a talus. Uh-huh. I haven't seen anyone who chews with cancer yet. Really? The people I have seen with cancer don't have the typical risk huh. factors, so... Interesting. So chew yeah. and dip away. Like <laughs> no. that is at some point maybe. Yeah. But the only two cases I've seen were, yeah, they didn't have a tobacco history or huh. anything like that. So that's interesting. There, I remember one time there was this guy that came into the ophthalmologist's office, and um, he, they had asked him some question, that, and he was like, "Okay, that if you smoke, it puts you at a higher risk for something. I can't remember what it was." And he's like, do you smoke? And he's like, yeah, I've been smoking for 80 years now. Like, he's 90 years old. And he had, like, 20-20 vision. He was... Genetics. Yeah, he just... Purely it just genetics. happens. Yeah. His body could fix the damage. Yeah, that's Others, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is pretty... In, and um, also, like, kind of to touch on seeing those 
pathology like anomalies it almost it just becomes interesting and sometimes do you feel like it's difficult to detach yourself from okay this is a human Mm -hmm. going through this not like oh this is really interesting yeah yeah Yeah, if you care about your patients it's extremely hard to watch yeah definitely yeah you know and i don't like telling patients you you have to know but i know i'm gonna scare you yeah this is what's going on i don't like yeah no you don't want to be the bad news not you know the yeah, dropping bad news all the time is not. Yeah. Do you feel like people, because typically people don't like going to the dentist. Oh, no. Do you feel like that's difficult, that everyone's, like, not wanting to see you? I had a really good instructor in dental school. One uh-huh. of my first live patients that wasn't our plastic heads that we worked on, they were kind of like those. Yeah. Um, out of his mouth came, I really hate the dentist, but you seem nice. And I was like... I had a great dentist, both of them growing up as a kid. So yeah. I didn't know any better. I didn't have cavities, so I didn't understand yeah, the what hatred. dentistry was really about. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, you know, and he made a good point because, you know, you get bummed out. You're like, what do you mean they hate the dentist? Who, who hates, you know, why do you tell somebody you hate them? Like, you know, yeah. super sensitive. I'm trying to help you, yeah. Uh-huh. And, you know, he made a good point. He's like, what we do is not fun for people. Mm-hmm. It provokes anxiety and stress and they have to pay for it yeah it's that's a big thing they're like if they don't like you they Uh don't come back yeah they're like so whenever they say i hate the dentist you just finish their sentence with i hate what the dentist does (laughs) that's good you don't hate me you don't know me yeah yeah like fair it was good advice yeah definitely because we hear it all the time yeah i hate being here okay yeah definitely that's in it yeah it's i i never hated the dentist i did i yeah i never had any cavities i liked getting braces i thought it was fun my orthodontist had oh i'm gonna date myself full arcade style pac-man so if you got there early you uh had to play the game before your appointment oh so it was motivation for your parents never to have you late he wouldn't let you stay and play the video games oh you could only play them before your appointment Oh, that's good. Good incentive. Brilliant. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. (laughs) Then you're excited to go. Yeah, the kids are all excited. Until you get called to the chair. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like kids are excited, like braces wise, because they always would get called out of school. Like every day, there'd be a kid getting called out of school, and yeah, they would be like, "Sweet, no school. I'm gonna go get my braces fixed." Now the kids like it more. I mean, we put Netflix on the ceiling and they watch cartoons and TV the whole time they're here. Yeah, I did have um, ants. There was like, it was like um, an animal documentary on my, my cleaning today. So it was a little gross to like have my mouth open and have well, crawling ants. Yeah. Please don't fall off. It oh was, God. oh, it was, and there was like fungus growing out of the ants on the TV as I was getting my cleaning done. It's something different. Yeah. No birds. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, it, well, and another thing, which is, I mean, it's obviously not your doing, but a big thing is the expense. And a lot of dental insurance doesn't really cover a whole lot, um, no. which is frustrating. It's probably frustrating for you, too. Um, that I mean, that, I think that's a big reason why I didn't go to the dentist, like, going through college. Because I was like, I can't afford, if you know, $500 if I need. But it's important. Like, I need to to fix whatever, you know, is wrong with cavities. But. Yeah. Dental insurance hasn't, hasn't really changed. And it's more of a benefit plan. Yeah. You know, it's not like medical insurance. It's mm-hmm. not that after you meet a certain max, they're going to start picking back up again. Mm-hmm. You know, it's more of a benefit plan. There's terms and exclusions, kind of like a Kohl's coupon. 
that's the mm-hmm. best way to think about it. You mm-hmm. know, you can get the generic sneakers, but not the Nikes. Yeah. With that 20% off. But if you so need... They kind of dictate yeah. what you can and can't have. Huh. Only based on if they're going to pay for it or not. Yeah. We all can have whatever we choose. Yeah. It's whether you want to choose to pay for it or you want the insurance to cover it or not. Yeah. But kind of where medical and dental have gone is they pay to keep you healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, the benefit amount per year is about the amount to do your x-rays, your cleanings, things like that, and a uh-huh. couple of small things. Uh-huh. They don't tend to pay to return you back to health. Okay. They leave that the to, person you, to you. To you. Okay. You know, and I think the purpose behind their design a long time ago was they thought it would motivate people to take better care of themselves but, if they had to pay more yeah, to get back healthy. Instead of just be preventative about mm-hmm. it. And it really hasn't, you know. Yeah. The more time you spend with a toothbrush, with your floss, the less uh-huh. likely you are to visit us. Yeah, yeah. But, Once you, know, you have pain. Your diet, things yeah. like that, and it's just... That's across the board. That's medical, too. Yeah, it's all all-inclusive, just taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. But that's not the American way, I feel like, right now. No, we want somebody <laughs> else to pay for it, and we yeah. want a pill to make it better now. Yeah, and we want to have diabetes and then blame it on someone else, but it's like, no, you can solve that yourself. Right? Stay away from the middle aisle in the grocery store. Yeah. yeah. I did not say that. You didn't that. say <laughs> You're a doctor. You're Stay allowed to. Stay outside, and you're good. <laughs> all right, so I have... Um, really interesting question, which will show if dentists are truthful or not. Do you actually know if someone's flossing or not? Yes. You do? You can actually you tell? You can tell, like an absolute no flosser. Uh-huh. So behind people's front teeth. Uh-huh. That's where most people build up kind of the tartar, that crunchy stuff that you feel behind your teeth. So are you supposed to like whip the floss around? and? So or... if you're not flossing, uh-huh. you kind of see all of the calculus stuck together as one line. Okay, because so you can see the floss goes in and splits it, so you'll see lines. Oh, in the calculus on the back of the tooth. That's a telltale. Oh, floss interesting. Floss interesting. On the back. Okay. Yep. My Not... hy- my hygienist. Um, she caught me at about fifteen or sixteen. You know, that was another. I had really good providers when I was young. And yeah. She's like, so do you floss? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm like, oh gosh, don't tell my mom. <laughs> <laughs> and. She gets all done, and she says, okay, I'm going to show you a couple things. And uh-huh. she showed me my top teeth and showed me the floss up there and then kind of blew the air and said, see how nice and tight and pink and uh-huh. all these gums look up here. I was like, yeah. She goes, let's look at the bottom. <laughs> she blew air, and they were so swollen and so red and so puffy uh-huh. that they moved with the air. Oh. That's when you know you're really not doing what you're The gums are the – oh, okay, the gums. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Oh. She goes, let's just change your technique a little bit and see if huh. it's better next time. It's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, if you show it. I mean, right. at that age, you're so, like, vain, and you're like, I don't want my teeth looking like that. Like, like that. that yeah. I'm like, if she calls my mom, I'm going to be in trouble. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh. <laughs> she calls her back here, and she shows her this, I'm going to get in trouble. Yeah, I'll so. just do it. <laughs> and a lot, is it also, like, a lot of bleeding? Because I've heard that, mm-hmm. too. If they're, if yeah. your gums just bleed like crazy? Yeah. Okay. Essentially, the bacteria that hangs out around the gum tissue create byproducts that ulcer the gum tissue. Uh-huh. And it lets that bacteria get in and kind of inflame and infect the outer layer. Okay. So it's kind of like ulcers. Like if you had an ulcer on uh-huh. your lip and you touched it, it's going to bleed. And okay. it's not going to feel good. Yeah. It does kind of the same thing. Gotcha. Okay. The downside is other health things create that same kind of puffy red inflammation. Oh, okay. Diabetes, autoimmune conditions. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So you can't 100%. Because... 
this might be a weird question, but I in again ophthalmology, you could tell, or the doctor could tell, if someone maybe had diabetes based on looking at their eyes with mm-hmm. the diabetic retinopathy. Yeah. So you, I mean, a sign you obviously can't diagnose off of someone's gums, but you can be like, yeah, this might be contributing factors. Yeah, we ask it. That's why our health history is so big. Yeah, because there's lots of things that contribute. Diabetes, you're more prone to lose the bone around your teeth. Oh, okay. Because it's small blood vessels. Yeah, that's what it affects. Yeah, yeah. So the damage done in small blood vessels affects the support of the teeth, and you're more likely to lose bone, lose teeth. Oh. Mm -hmm. I've seen it in young people. Yeah. 30s, you know, family history of it, didn't know they were. Uh Uh-huh. Do you, have you then recommended, like, you should probably see your primary care. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you do. Get blood work and... You just see what's going on? Okay. Yeah. That's scary. Are there any other... I mean, obviously the body's all connected, but are there any, like, big ones in your mind that you kind of, if you see something, you're like, that might be this, or, you know. Autoimmune conditions show up in the mouth. Certain kind of ulcers, lesions show Uh up in the mouth. Ulcerative colitis will show up in the mouth. Mm -hmm. Um, Blood cancers show up in the mouth. Mm -hmm. So. Okay. Yeah, it's more than just you show up for a cleaning. cleaning. It's not like a haircut in your nails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's all yeah. extremities. Yeah, definitely. But, okay. Also, this is one I thought of while getting my cleaning. <laughs> have you ever cut someone's tongue while... I have not. You have? Have you seen it? I have it? heard about it. I have seen it. But that thing that we put in your mouth... Yeah. That divides and keeps your tongue out. Yeah, yeah. You have to get your tongue all the way underneath that before it's getting get... anywhere near... So you can I watch. Can <laughs> gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's what I'm afraid... Because my tongue is like... I. I feel like I can't control it sometimes, and I'm, like, trying That's to... That's why we use that barrier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you have seen someone, like, have their tongue? I have not witnessed no. it myself, but I have had patients tell me about oh, it. Oh, about and... horror stories? Mm-hmm. Does your tongue regenerate and grow mm-hmm. again? It does? Yeah, kind of like if you bite it really bad. Yeah. yeah. So if you, like, how far? Like, if you cut it in half, would it grow back? That. You, I don't know. You don't know. I mean, that's not try. <laughs> I would not want to see that. You do have to stitch it. Like I've seen kids who stitch kind of run tongues. with their. Like, oh tongue out. yeah, yeah. I've seen photos. I have not witnessed yeah. it up close yet. Yeah. Want to. <laughs> oh yeah, that would be. There are certain things that just no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or the I mean the famous what is it Christmas story where he puts his tongue on the pole hot and water. it rips it off. Hot water. Just hot water. Uh-huh. Well, not hot, warm. Warm. Yeah. <laughs> don't burn it even more. Warm water. Yes. Don't pull your tongue first. It's like an ice cube that sticks to your tongue. Yeah. So that's... warm water first. Uh-huh. When you pull it, you pull the little taste buds right off. Oh, okay. That's why it hurts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely does hurt. What are, um, like, the canker sores? What What is going... Or, like, the, the little ulcers that you get in the side of your mouth. And is there anything you can do to, like, prevent them? Some people are more prone to them. It's different things, like vitamin B12 deficiencies can do it. Uh-huh ulcerative colitis so you want to make sure you don't have a gi problem that's contributing to it lysine um, stress citrus fruits like allergies to certain foods Mm -hmm. lots of things cause them okay you know trauma and citrus fruits tend to be the top the top ones okay yeah i feel like i mean i don't get them a whole lot but i feel like every once in a while i'll be like what the where did this come from too much pineapple will get me pineapple okay Mm -hmm. interesting really acidic yeah huh Interesting things to yeah. look out for, but mm-hmm. there's, you can you you can't have any like permanent damage necessarily. They can be big enough to scar. Oh bit. okay. Yeah. Okay. Some of them, if you get kind of a cluster of them and then they connect, you can. Hmm. I've seen a few, not many. 
Okay, interesting. I have... This isn't that interesting, but I'll just tell you. I have... Because um, when I had braces at, like, 10 years old, I think the wire went and, like, poked my gums. And I have a hole in my, my back that I can feel oh, on both sides. Because I think they, like, left the wire a little too... Or something. But it's, like, right where... It right up can, there. or you might actually be able to find, you have two salivary ducts that deposit right there. You might actually be able to find your... Oh, maybe it's just that. Some people can't feel them. Some are big and pronounced. Just two holes? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's it then. <laughs> I just made holes. this up. Yep, the, your salivary gland is here by your ear, and uh-huh. they dump out right next to your upper second. What? Upper first molars, Wait, so that's molars. where saliva comes out? You know when you eat sour and your cheeks burn? That's Yes, yes, it's right there. Kind of dumping oh. That's insane. That's crazy. Yep. So where do, where does this, does the saliva just regenerate and is it just a, mm-hmm. a cycle in your body? Yep. The cells just keep producing. Okay. Yeah. So not necessarily when you swallow it, then it goes back and comes. No. <laughs> no. Not like the water fountain. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Okay. Alrighty. Well, I think I exhausted all my questions that I wrote down. Do you have anything you would like to add or, or touch on or no? No, it's just... Dental health is really important. Yeah. For overall health. Yeah. You know, it's, if you think about it, it's where we bring in nutrition. Uh-huh. You have a lot of bacteria in there. Yeah. You're bringing a lot of bacteria in with your food. Yeah. It's important. And it's important to have the dentist take a good hard look. We find sleep apnea and we find all sorts of other things, not just dental problems. Yeah. I had a, a friend's husband who they found thyroid cancer because mm-hmm. they were filling his Head neck and, and felt the bone. exams. We do way more than just look at your teeth and gums. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that it's obviously important, and it's obviously important for aesthetics, because if you had a jacked up mouth, no one wants to look Masks at that. Masks are coming off. Yeah, they're coming off. <laughs> so start we're going to start to see what people have again. Yeah, definitely. Okay, well, I don't. it doesn't really fit with this, but typically how I end <laughs> the podcast, it doesn't really fit with this, but I guess I can ask it, and you can just say no or you don't know. Typically how I ended is my last question is, what do you think happens when you die? But you don't have to answer it or you can just say, I don't know. Or I, I don't know. Okay. Like cool. Part of me wishes I did. But yeah. So you have some sort of idea. I honestly think that's the best answer because no one, no one knows. No. Like you can come up with your theories, but right? no one has a clue. We all know what we're told depending on yeah. how you were raised. Yeah. But, but you don't get to find out until then. Yeah, that's yep. true. I be, think be a good human until then. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> be kind to everyone. Just right. be a good person. Exactly. All right. Well, thank you, Dr. Carol, for oh, being on the podcast. I really you. appreciate you taking the time from your after your long busy day. So, um, and everyone listening to the podcast, if you like, always, if you have anyone you'd like to suggest that would be a good interview, um, or any contributing thoughts or comments or anything there's a email on the spotify um, link or you can always just reach out to me so thank you again bye